Hi, I'm Chantelle. And I'm Matthew. And we're founders of Fifth Place, where our mission is to make the world a better place by enabling the how. Welcome, Welcome to, to our Emotions Matter, Matter Really podcast. podcast. In this podcast, we explore everything about emotions, feelings, and what it is to become and remain emotionally fit. We interrogate the taboo around expressing and talking about emotions and feelings. We talk about all those things we want less of, like stress, anxiety, and burnout, and the things we want more of, like sleep, calm, and self-care. We explore tools, tips and techniques for managing your emotions. We examine what it means to be emotionally fit and why this equals a better quality of life. Hello, hello, hello. Another week has gone by and as you can hear, I'm sounding a little bit different. It's been a week of head cold and sinus, just like bunged up all over. Uh, can't can't taste very well, can't smell very well, can't hear very well because my ears are blocked, can't speak very well because my voice has been affected and then this morning woke up and I've got conjunctivitis so I can't see very well so it's an all senses uh, invasion. <laughs> and Matthew's been saying that many of us are going through an upgrade well, this feels like a supersonic upgrade for me right now, so excuse the delightful voice. I'll try not to speak as much as I usually do, it might be a bit difficult. But uh, yes, we're looking forward to a great podcast. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for choosing to listen to what we have to say and share around our work in the emotional fitness space. And yes, if it is an upgrade, wow, it certainly seems like a big one. I just hope that I've had mine, my upgrade, that is, because observing this from the outside certainly doesn't look very pleasant. And uh, yes, I am also affected as a bystander. Maybe collateral damage is the term, but who knows? It's all good, and I'm pretty sure that once you're through it, everything will be great again. Yes, it'll be more than great. And I really hope that you've been through yours, Matthew. I don't know when that happened. But again, you're not the expressive type. But uh, it's not fun at all. Mm -mm. Not fun at all. So, so. this week, <coughs> let's uh, focus on the topic at hand here. Yes. Is about friendship. Yep. Yep. The 30th of July was uh, International Day of Friendship. And uh, it's all about getting together, it's about um, uh, being friends with others, <laughs> socialising. I think you were looking for the word togetherness. Yes, togetherness, uh, support, and uh, I thought that it was a good opportunity to discuss this thing called friendship, which is really important when it comes to building emotional fitness. Indeed, and what we will do to kick off the podcast around friendship is just share with you some facts and mm. information mm. about how friendship 
can impact your well-being and why it's so important. So for starters, a strong social circle can help you achieve your goals. Whether you are trying to get a promotion at work or you want to shed a few kilos or pounds. If you have supportive friends with similar goals, then that collective help can take you where you want to be. Friendship enhances emotional resilience, what we like to call emotional fitness, sharing good times with people you love and having a network of friends to help you through those bad times makes it easier for you to navigate the ups and downs that life invariably and inevitably throws at you, whether you call it an upgrade or not. This one was quite interesting. Friendship can boost your brain power. Wow. The University of Michigan found that hanging out with other people, even just 10 minutes of hanging out, will improve your ability to solve problems and improve your brain power. Hmm. And then this one, I also found this one fascinating. Friendship can help improve sleep. Oh, wow. The University of Chicago this time found that people that are more restless in bed tend to be more restless because they don't socialize. Mm. And we're not talking social mm. media eyes. Oh, yes. But actual, in the flesh, hey buddy, kind of socializing. Yeah. And then the last piece of information to share is that friendship can actually make you a healthier human being. Physical mm. health. A study carried out at the University of North Carolina found that people without strong connections have higher obesity rates and higher blood pressure. Mm. Wow. Yes, so it really is important to have friends. And they don't have to be a huge, a huge gathering. can be a few close friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, talks to our qualities of connectedness. Yes. And community. Connect. And the important thing to remember here is be a friend to yourself first. Ah, yes. It starts with me. True. Being my friend. Yes. And being a friend to yourself will make you, probably will make you a better friend to others too. Well, that's what we've seen. You can't give what you don't have. Mm. So if you learn to be a good friend to you, then you can give those qualities to others. Yes. Compassion, kindness, a willing ear. Mm. It makes sense. A warm blanket. A a mug of soup. Uh Uh-huh. Cup of tea. Nothing I've done this week. <laughs> oh, yes, the cycle continues. So as, as a social species, we need to engage mm-hmm. and be with others. Mm-hmm. Life is all about relationships. And our capacity to develop these relationships determines our success as people. Yeah. Whether it's business, parents, friends, or colleagues or co-workers. Mm. Mm. But those special relationships are those that are what we call friends. And, you know, what do you think makes a good friend, Matthew? Well, I'm really glad we had a chance to reflect on this before we actually hit the record button. Mm -hmm. I think, for me, a good friend is someone that will accept you, challenge you, and love you. Mm. Accept, challenge, and love. Yes, accept you the way you are, challenge you to be a better version, Mm -hmm. and love you no matter what. 
Mm. That's lovely. Yeah, I think that that, that makes a good friend. Um, and for me also, having a good friend or being, have, being a good friend also means that there's like equal um, exchange of energy. You know, so it's not like one person's taking all the, the time or one person's doing all the work. I think that's called a boss. <laughs> well, maybe that's why our bosses can't be our friends. It's about having Unless they're friends with benefits. <laughs> that you're cutting out. That's not cool. That's ugly. So <laughs> we're cutting that out. I'm just saying that's not nice. So <laughs> no, but it's about the equal trans. You know, it's not like the one person's taking up all the the space. Well, not all the airtime. I think though mm. that it's not a an item by item thing. I think when you get to the bottom of the of the page that the one side equals the other side because sometimes a person will need sure. more and so the, the the other whoever that is in the in the friendship may need to give more for a while but mm. it does need to eventually end up being an mm. equal exchange mm. yes exactly i mean you're not going to tick off the box and, and sort of start measuring our time, but that's it. It's just I think when somebody f it feels like energetically, or from a time perspective, it's just too onerous or it's taking too long. Then it's like, well, is this person really a friend, or are they becoming too needy, or dependent, too dependent? But good friends are those friends that can be around forever. I mean, how you know they can be around, as you said, there's like friends they have three levels of friends well, uh, or people that come into your life for me it fits that saying that a reason a season and a lifetime mm. and you can have friends for a reason friends for a short while a season or friends for a big part major part of your life and again to use another metaphor it's a bit like athletics you know you can have friends for the marathon or friends for the sprint mm intense friendships for the short period of time and depending on context maybe events and situations change and then you're no longer needing to be in the same space mm. or have the same level of friendship mm. so have you had friends do you have any friends that you've had for a long time the oldest friend that i have i've known since i was 11 that you still have yes, still around, yes. right Wow. And the second oldest friend, or the second oldest friendship, I've known this particular person since I was 13. Now, we don't, you know, connect with each other every day or even every week or even every month in some instances, but it's that very familiar feeling. When you engage, you just pick up from where you left off. Mm. I know that there are certain levels of connectedness that will disappear in a friendship like that but i think it's part of the overall ebb and flow of the relationship you know these particular people have been with me through many things and at certain times it just felt like life allowed us to be together for an intense period and then there was the sort of so the ebbing mm -hmm. of the relationship and then we didn't see each other and then we'd be brought back together and support each other or just have lots of time together and then again a bit like rhythms mm. and cycles which i think in our 
overly intellectualized, too clever for our own good world, we could do with more of. Mm. Yes, again, and that acceptance, <clears throat> accepting that sometimes we'll be at different stages or different, we not, won't be in sync with those people that we've considered our friends. Different life stages, maybe different cities, different schools, and you know we we we, sat, we suddenly like different things, and so we're not as in sync as we were before. Um, but knowing that it'll probably come back again if it's meant to be, and we'll be in sync again. It's like we have the different life stages, uh, and sometimes it does feel like maybe you outgrowing a friend when you've been a friend with somebody from when you were at high school, and suddenly you go out of go. You know, from high school to university or college, maybe you're still friends there because you were at college together, you've still got stuff to talk about. But then when you leave college and you start your um, your career and you may be on a different footing in terms of your careers, maybe the one person is steaming ahead, they know exactly what they want to do, they find the, the career of their choice and they're loving their job. You know, the other one is battling and it's finding it difficult to get a, a hold um, and then, you know, it's sort of like, oh, I feel a bit wistful, wish it was back the way that it was, because it was always so nice to be able to connect with those friends where we were on the same stage, but we're now a little bit different. And so, yes, sometimes we do part, but then potentially we'll come back together again when things have settled and things are a little bit more equitable. And, uh, yeah, my friend that I've had for the longest has also been since I was about 14 or 15, and uh, we were at school together, we moved apart when she went to college in a different city and then stayed in the, down at the coast. We don't, we don't connect with each other a lot at all, but when we see each other, it's like we'd seen each other the week before, we just carry on where we left off and we're comfortable and easy with each other. And so that to me is what a good friend is. It's like just that comfort and warmth, just like feeling of... Like you can breathe out, you don't have to pretend, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to, like, feel like you have to live up to anything. You just, like, talk, and you're not going to be judged, but yes, you may be challenged, you know, the friend may say, mm, not so sure that was such a great thing to do, or whatever. I think the acceptance thing is, is quite key, and I also think sometimes, you know, friendships are it can be a funny thing because the reason for the friendship can also be born out of a need a mutual need perhaps but you know you support the friend through a particular process they support you through a process whether it's a personal growth process or a life event maybe moving home and you be, you become more deeply connected mm. and then once that need has has dissipated or been resolved then the level or the quality of the friendship does does shift. Certainly physical distance has impacted some of my friendships. Mm -hmm. People that I was close with, if they chose to move to different parts of the country or even uh, different parts of the world, it certainly puts a different spin on the relationship mm. because mm. they're going to be influenced by different things now. Mm. Yes, and it's almost like, you know, talking about Facebook friends, so there's an ability to connect you um, uh, through if digitally, connect digitally, but it, there's nothing quite like connecting in the flesh or connecting face to face, even if it has to be um, 
through Zoom or Skype or whatever. Uh, there's really nothing quite like that. And so, yeah, that, that sort of Facebook friend thing is a little bit of an anomaly. I think it's a bit of a misnomer calling it a friend because friend is about actual connection, not just thumbing or liking or emojiing in some form. Mm. And what's really coming up fairly clearly for me in all of this is friendship does require effort and it requires yes. balanced effort. And perhaps that's what you were referring to at the beginning of the podcast. You know, it's not all give or not all take or it mm. shouldn't be because then it's not really a friendship. Mm. Yes, it's a little bit like what we've been trying to do coming out of lockdown and, you know, the lack of socialization, the lack of ability to socialize and having some people that we really enjoy being with and making purposeful, conscious effort to be with them regularly. So having regular dinners with friends or meeting up making those like monthly particular um, mm. meetings and, um, you know, coffee sessions or whatever it is, but, but making them regular. So it's not like, oh, we'll see you when we see you. It's like, we'll see you next month or we'll see you next week or whatever the agreement is in terms of the relationship. And I think that has been really useful because it does allow for more conscious connectedness and um, it doesn't just let life get in the way. It's like, we really like to be with you. We like to see you, we enjoy your company. And so we'd like to see you again. We're not just going to let life get in the way. And I think it's quite, it's much easier when you're in the space that we're in, where we are, you know, our kids are older. We don't have to worry about, you know, going to school stuff um, or anything like that. And we, we really have uh, um, the advantage of being able to make these, um, these commitments and do it regularly without worrying that, you know, some kind of school event or what have you is going to get in the way. And so that's also the different stages of your life that can get in the way or add to the, the friendships. Because, you know, when your kids are all at school, suddenly you make friends with other parents or your kids' friends' parents, potentially. Not always, not always. You do um, occasionally do that. And then when they finish that school, then you're off and you're, you're potentially, you know, you, you've lost them. You don't really, not really friends with them anymore because there's nothing that connects you. No, well, that's the reasons. Yes, it. it's about that connection. Mm. Yes. And, and that's what I was saying. You described the effort part really beautifully mm. because it's not arduous effort. It's just a desire to make sure that the connection is sustained and like anything we've seen if you want to sustain something you need to do it consistently yes and this is really what we're alluding to here is that consistent effort fosters and fans the flames of friendship mm. Mm. absolutely yes and i think also the way we, when you talk about that acceptance you know when a friend accepts you but you accept a friend is also to be able to hold it when the friend is in a in a space where they're not resourceful and not take it personally when things are all falling apart and the person's kind of a little bit mad or you know potentially mouthing off or doing something that you know um is a bit a bit surprising and maybe you could take personally but being able to know this isn't something that you're going to take personally um just hold that be able to hold that space um, well, we, we, we see it so often is that 
people forget that when somebody does something, especially mm. when somebody does something to you or somebody in this, let's use me as an example, a friend does something and I take it as if they have done it to me mm. because, well, there wasn't anyone else in the room. So who, who were they doing it to? Of course it was me. And how could they do that? Mm. Well, what we've learned amongst many things is that generally people do the things they do because they do the things they do. Mm. And it usually has next to nothing to do with the person they're doing it to. Yes. Meaning that the motivation, the motivation or the reasoning behind why a person does something has very little to do with the person that ends up being in the firing line or the receiving mm. end. Mm. And so as a friend, what's useful to cultivate, to bring it back to our work, is a level of emotional fitness that says, okay, I can see that you're not in such a resourceful place. And so when the arrows start coming my way, I'm going to have the flexibility to dodge them and not take them personally. Mm. And if anything, then come back at the friend who's slinging the arrows from a place of compassion and mm. endeavor to bring them back to a place of resourcefulness. And then this is the challenging part of the friendship is sort of challenge them to say, look, what's going on? Level with me. Let's see if we can work through this together because, you know, what you said wasn't that great or, mm. you know, mm. what you smashed up. Mm, that's not such cool behavior. Mm. Absolutely. And what you're saying as well is that we don't gossip. So we don't gossip about friends. And friends don't gossip about their friends. I think the gossip thing is that we're not friends if we're gossiping. We talk to the person directly because there's a trust and there's a depth of relationship that says we don't gossip um, about the person behind their back. Because I think that is also, that's that's um, talks to... Um, yeah, a breaking of the trust and that there isn't really that depth because friendship is, it's like a deep thing and that's, and it's, it's deep and it's meaningful. But also when it goes pear-shaped and friendships do break up, it hurts. It hurts. Mm -hmm. And even though we say it's not about us necessarily, it's about the person, but it could also be about what we did, what we did what we did can't speak very well um it could be about something that we did maybe what we did you know violated a, a value that they hold dear maybe what we said violated a belief that they hold close and so they just like no i can't i can't be your friend anymore but maybe don't have the wherewithal to say that or do and that would be great to have a person to say that but often a, you know not everybody's that courageous and you they just might disappear and, and 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 not say why they're not going to be around anymore um but also to know that yeah sometimes friendships do end and it's not great it's not like it's a mutual parting it's a sad parting and knowing that there was some level of responsibility in that and not being able to do anything about it but also being able to just honor the time you were friends remember those good times and not be resentful bitter um but you know just hold it dear thanks very much for that Chantelle. i think it's 
been a lovely engagement around friendship and I certainly think that there are no real rules when it comes to friends or friendship. It's very personal, like most things. Mm. And I've really enjoyed this discussion. And there's an invitation to you, dear listener, to share some of your thoughts or perspectives on what friendship means to you. I think all told, a big takeaway out of this is that friends are key. You know, we, we don't live life alone even mm. though you could cynically say we're born alone and mm. we die alone but it's the stuff in between that actually counts it's the journey that counts and that journey would be far less rich without our friends without our friendships mm. absolutely absolutely and i you know if i look back on my life um i can i can pinpoint those friends throughout from when i was very, very young, to nursery school, primary school, all the way through. And just I can see the faces, I can I can remember the relationships, even if they weren't very long. And they 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 like they like the embroidery of life. They like, you know, you embroider your life in all these different colours and all these different characters that come in and they make your life so full and so whole and so rich. They add to the juiciness of what makes us who we are. Absolutely. Well, thank you. And thanks for putting together this wonderful podcast. We've come to that time of the podcast, poem time. Mm -hmm. And what have you got for us this week? Oh, got a favorite AA mom. And uh, it's called Us Two. Mm. We all love Winnie the Pooh. Us too. Wherever I am, there's always Pooh. There's always Pooh in me. Whatever I do, he wants to do. Where are you going today? says Pooh. Well, that's very odd, because I was too. Let's go together, says Pooh, says he. Let's go together, says Pooh. What's twice eleven? I said to Pooh. Twice what? said Pooh to me. I think it ought to be 22. Just what I think myself, said Pooh. It wasn't an easy sum to do, but that's what it is, said Pooh, said he. That's what it is, said Pooh. Let's look for dragons, I said to Pooh. Yes, let's, said Pooh to me. We crossed the river and found a few. Yes, those are dragons all right, said Pooh. As soon as I saw their beaks I knew. That's what they are, said Pooh, said he. That's what they are, said Pooh. Let's fight the dragons, I said to Pooh. That's right, said Pooh to me. I'm not afraid, I said to Pooh. And I held his paw and shouted, Shoo! Silly old dragons, and off they flew. I wasn't afraid, said Pooh, said he. I'm never afraid with you. So wherever I am, there's always Pooh. There's always Pooh and me. What would I do, I said to Pooh, if it wasn't for you? And Pooh said, true, it isn't much fun for one, but two can stick together, says Pooh, says he. That's how it is, 
It's his poo. Mm. Delightful. I love Winnie the Pooh. Such a lovely story about two friends. Even if the one is like more imaginary than anything, but we remember those those first friends when we were very, very small. Mm. Lovely. Love mm. Winnie the Pooh too. Yes. Just thank you very much. Mm. And with that, it's yes. time to say farewell. It's time to say farewell indeed. And uh, to all our friends, those that are, have been with us for many, many years and those that are new, we say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and for me, Chantal, remember, be kind and be gentle to yourself. And until we meet again, bye for now. And from me, Matthew, here's a hat tip. To all those friends, the ones that are here, the ones that have gone, thank you for everything you gave me. Mm. And uh, yes, I carry it all in my heart. Mm. Until next time, bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast and haven't already done so, please subscribe or follow us. You can find out more about what we do by visiting our website, fifth.place. Yes, that's all it is, the number 5th.place. Mm -hmm. And if you want to know about how to build your emotional fitness, um, you can go and take one of our courses and all the links are in, in the description mm -hmm. below. Yeah. And uh, if you got value from this podcast, and we invite you to match this value so that we can bring you more of this work as well as take our work into those places where resources are limited then we encourage and invite you to make a donation mm -hmm. which will enable us to do more that would be super cool thank you 